Hey, y'all, we wanted to share with you some of the fun we've been having over on Patreon. We're bringing you short clips from some of this month's bonus content to give you an idea of everything you get when you sign up to support the show. If you like what you hear and want to hear more, click the link in the episode description or head to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon in the top menu. First up, we have a clip from our true crime headline segment about updates in the Kristen Smart case. Then we have a clip from another edition of True Crime Headlines discussing the Gabby Petito case and the lawsuit her parents have filed against Brian Laundrie's family. After that, we have a clip from Off My Chest where we discuss a man whose wife was unfaithful to him with a children's party entertainer. And finally, we have two clips from our monthly live streams. The first is from our live Q&A where we interact with folks in the chat and talk problems around the house that we haven't got around to fixing yet. The last is from our bonus content live stream. We covered some wild submissions to Reddit's Am I the Asshole? This clip involves a man who outfitted a beloved Raggedy Ann doll with GPS before it was stolen. Head to our Patreon to watch video versions of the Q&A and our monthly live stream segment. This month was extra fun because we streamed both of these in person in the studio together with Leanne. You get to see Leanne live and in person. Join us now on Patreon to catch next month's live stream and participate with us real time via the chat. We also uploaded some really fun video bonuses this month, including footage of us at Jack White's Third Man Records recording in a 1947 voiceograph machine. And there's also footage of me unboxing my Margaritaville Crocs along with Christy's fantastic reaction (laughs) from space. Subscribe today to get ad-free regular episodes, hundreds of hours of audio and video bonus content, on-demand archives of the video live streams, our July mini-sode covering the many controversies of actor Ezra Miller, and so much more. You'll also get to be a part of all the fun we'll have throughout the rest of the year. An annual subscription to our Patreon gets you immediate access to the bonus content, plus a free month of membership. Head to the link in the episode description or go to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner to sign up today. Folks are also asking about all of the women that Paul Flores attacked. And there's significant digital evidence and footage of him committing these crimes and whether they can identify the victims. There's a call out right now. If you encounter this person, if you think you may have, please contact the authorities because they are trying to identify women that they see on the tapes because – Horrifically enough that we know he committed these sexual assaults because there's video footage of it. Let's hope all of those women ended up back home Mm -hmm. afterwards because Kristen Smart did not. Mm -hmm. And when you see a person has the capacity to do something like this and then subsequently repeatedly is committing this at least the same beginning part of Mm -hmm. the act, let's really hope they can identify everyone and get them all justice, but then also just make sure they're safe because he is a huge predator. Yeah, for sure. Luckily, right now he's behind bars, so he can't um, physically yes. hurt people anymore. But honestly, fuck that whole family. <laughs> oh yeah, they all suck. Throw them all in the so, trash. Yeah, yeah. All of I mean, them they're suck. all it, Susan Flores is bitch ass. She's the worst. That she gave that whole interview of like, well, it's not my fault. That girl is missing. Mm-hmm. That girl, whatever. And you know now because she said, "I listened to this podcast." I'm sure she. First of all, they already knew that he did it. If they helped him hide the body. But you listen to that and you think, oh, shit, there is a mountain of evidence Mm -hmm. that this podcaster that's not even law enforcement has gotten a hold of. Then you hear the sheriff on the podcast going, well, we're getting a hold of this and we're getting Mm -hmm. a hold of this. Then I mean, you would start thinking, well, we need to poke holes in this, Paul. You're the only one Mm -hmm. who knows. It's also got to be a uh, real wild ride as a parent to listen to all the fucked up stuff your kid did. Because... I'm. They obviously helped him hide the body and know some of it. I wonder if they knew all of it 
and then you just find out what a monster you're i mean you had to have already known they were a monster because you helped them hide a body under your house for and move it multiple times so it's uh it's just so gross to think of listening to a podcast about how shitty and what a monster your kid is and then you're like paul you need to listen to this so you can poke holes in it that that's your thought Mm -hmm. is not oh my god i need to do whatever i can Mm -hmm. to help the authorities it's like let's try to screw over this family one last time and keep them from getting answers instead of going i listen to this you know what you did you're making them suffer even more it's she would have turned 45 this year Mm -hmm. i mean you are prolonging and honestly, from a plea deal perspective, as a prosecutor, you're like, you have wasted so much Dude. time, resources, and most of all, the soul of this family mm-hmm. that you continue to re-victimize this family over and over again. We're not, you can plead out, but we're not going to give you a sweet deal. Yeah, I hope not. And we know that you are a sex predator and that you've committed all these assaults on women. Yeah. So he, uh, maybe that's why there's no plea deal, because the prosecutor's like, we're throwing the book at I, you. I hope that they do. I mean, I hope he doesn't get a plea deal, because I honestly yeah. think that they will win this case. And I think a jury is going to hear hor- horrific details, and they're going to throw the book at him. And I think Ruben's going to get a lot of shit, too. Not as much as a, a hard sentence as Paul, but somehow they also need to get Susan on something. Just put them all well, in a cell together. Let them just live amongst themselves in a prison forever. That would be true punishment is the three of them all have mm-hmm. to live together. Well, she the she hasn't been charged yet, but I believe it was the sheriff who said, we haven't charged her yet. Yeah, yet. So I think, I mean, they can charge her anytime they want to, especially if they find that she's still continuing to try to, in phone mm-hmm. calls, like help him hide evidence or something like that, where he's going to be like an accessory after the fact, trying to help mm-hmm. help cover it up. But they're all uh, shitty assholes. Oh, yeah, because for sure. you could just help, like just, or, you know, you're just wasting everybody's time and resources, especially with this evidence that they're just hauling around. Mounds of evidence, it. yeah, yeah. Well, but they still haven't found her remains, correct? Correct. And that's the other sad thing of give this family closure. And I wonder, and it's sick, but that's one last bargaining chip. Yeah. If you're going to get a plea deal, that might be the way you get it. Yeah. And the the parents may say it's important to us to do that versus punishing him. And instead of 50 years, he gets 25 years Mm -hmm. because he agrees to lead them to the remains. But that is I think that is like his one ace up the sleeve that he's trying to hold on to, which is sick. You're bargaining with someone's life, a family's peace of mind for your to save your own hide when you absolutely are a predator. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, it sounds like he was also going through a. I mean, obviously, he people that aren't struggling with their mental health and rage or whatever else don't do things like that. But if I'm not mistaken, her parents are currently suing his parents because they believe that they knew where her body was while the search was going on. Well, the actual the lawsuit isn't predicated on knowing where her body was it's simply predicated on the fact that they knew she was dead so on june 22nd 2022 it was announced that the petito family was suing the laundries for intentional infliction of emotional distress and they're seeking damages exceeding thirty thousand dollars in attorney fees so the allegation is that the laundries actions after 
the after Gabby's murder were very outrageous because mm-hmm. that's the standard in Florida. It has to be deliberate or reckless infliction of mental suffering, outrageous conduct. The conduct caused emotional distress and the distress was severe. Well, their argument is that the, the when the laundry said to the Petito family, we hope you find her. We hope you're reunited. That gave the Petitos false hope that possibly their daughter was still alive. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Riley, who's the Petito family attorney, told the court, if that's not outrageous, I don't know what is outrageous. Mm-hmm. Because the argument is that Brian came home, told his parents, I murdered her. No one's ever going to find her. I need to. I need help hiding things. And that instead of, they don't have to say anything, but instead of just either staying silent or helping authorities, they told the Petitos, we really hope she gets home safe. We're, you know, we're mm-hmm. looking forward to her being returned home safe, knowing that she was dead and knowing that they're sending this family false hope and on this goose chase. So his Patrick Riley, which is the Petito family attorney, said the laundry should be responsible for their conduct and what they did after they knew Gabby was dead and where her body was located. So are they speculating that they knew she was dead or is there proof that they knew? I think that the idea is that you sue and then you get discovery and say, we went through all their cell phone records and texts and things like that. The argument I think is a lot about, uh, about the time that she's reported missing on September 11th. They hire the lawyer on the 12th. He goes hiking on the 13th. They don't tell anyone that there's some arg and he had gotten a new cell phone. Mm -hmm. So there was some argument that, and they had gone to that campsite and met up with his sister and all that. Yeah. And the family, yeah, they checked in for September 6th and 7th. They went to a campground at um, Fort DeSoto. So I think there's this argument that he was home, that this behavior, him running off, taking, you know, dying by suicide, that that indicated to the parents that they knew that he had murdered her. Or maybe they're arguing that they did know and they think there's a text or a, a recording or whatever. And you want to sue so that you can get to discovery and get that on their side. The laundry attorney said the law doesn't require an individual to speak to a third party under any circumstance. You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to allow a lawyer to speak for you and you shouldn't be liable to anybody, whether it's the family or of a victim or a victim. They can't be forced to talk. Hmm. But the argument's not that their their silence was harmful. The Petito family's argument is the we hope you find her, we hope you're reunited, was this unnecessary statement that then engendered false hope and was so outrageous to as to give them hope that she was still alive when, in fact, they knew that was never going to happen. And if they did know she was dead, then, yeah, for sure, that would be a reason to sue. Yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see if they get all their computers and cell phones and everything and what what comes of that because – that whole thing was very strange, and I thought from the beginning that they n- knew a lot more than they were letting on, possibly even that he had taken his life. And Because the dad, once they were able to go in and search, he's the one that was like, this is the trail he goes to a lot, and they went over. I mean, you know, so like he may have even told them, like, when he left, he left his cell phone, wallet, everything at home, just took a backpack and never returned. So if your child has told you, I killed my fiance, and then goes off missing and all their stuff's at home, you could probably put two and two together that, well, they probably took their own life. I know how much they were struggling, so... Yeah, we'll see if all that comes out or if they knew anything or if they really did think that 
he was just out camping in the wilderness, and they were also hopeful that they would be reunited with their kid. And they have a motion to dismiss. Of course, the defense is trying to dismiss the case. It's pending right now. The judge said about two weeks ago that he would issue a ruling sometime in the next two weeks to see if it survives this initial phase and would go to trial. And if so, it'd go to trial in 2023. But I think it's all going to hinge on the question is all going to be, what did they know and when did they know it? And Mm -hmm. if, if they made that statement on September 13th, Number one theory that in the comments is that the wife had a prior relationship with the clown. That would make sense if she was super insistent that a clown be hired. That's what someone said. Because I had also, a how can you tell what somebody looks like with clown makeup on to the point where you'd be like, yeah, let's go in my husband's study and bone. Unless you're just into clowns they, and you uh, don't care what's underneath. Maybe she has a fetish that he didn't know about until now. And now he, they need to work on that together and to introduce clownery into the bedroom instead Never. of... God. I mean, if that's what you're into, go for it, but I'll die first. No, God, <laughs> not, I'm not into that horror <laughs> shit. Um, someone wrote in the comments, I had a co-worker insist to his wife that they hire an Elsa from Frozen impersonator. He was sleeping with that impersonator for six months prior, and she was actually another co-worker. I have to agree with others that your wife was likely sleeping with this clown before the party. I think that that makes sense. Which begs the whole other question of how did they meet? How did you continue the relationship once you found out he was a clown? And what does this clown look like? Are we talking full, obviously, makeup on the face? Is it a uh, squirty flower? You think big floppy shoes? I want to know if they were in full attire during the tryst. Do you think when he came, he honked a horn? (laughs) That's the flower squirts out. Or the flower squirts out? (laughs) Well, someone in the comments said, it's over, man. Those are tough shoes to fill. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) But she's also stupid for making out with somebody that's got makeup all over their face. That's true. Someone did say perhaps their relationship wasn't great and she has been cheating on him. She brings the clown in and she did bang him at the birthday party as like a way to humiliate her husband Mm. and incite a divorce if she's like over it. Yeah, because I don't think you would give someone a business card if you had already been cheating with them. So it sounds like a first time thing if you're handing out a card. If she, you know, if she's wanting to humiliate the husband, that might be a way to do it. Didn't you say she'd been pissy with him all day? She had been pissy with him because he refused to hire the clown. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe there was other stuff going on there and she was just looking for an opportunity and uh, found one at her kid's birthday party of all places. Damn. Everyone got uh, their wish that day, except this guy. He's living in the guest house. Yeah, you got to write on the divorce paperwork what has like infidelity with a clown. Mm -hmm. And the judge is like, we don't normally need this level of detail, but I appreciate (laughs) you because this is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, If it's true, because like you said, it could be. Yeah. uh, Because sleeping with, running off and making out with a clown has been a trope on TV shows and stuff. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. Uh, He has been, if he is a troll, he is responding to a lot of comments in a way that a a true poster would respond to of like, it's been really rough. We're trying to decide custody of the kids. Like Mm. we're going through a divorce now. So he's a, a, you know, a lot of times they'll put a fake thing up and just leave it and not Mm -hmm. respond. He's to be fair. He responded a lot. Um, 
God damn. Someone said Pogo really showed her his balloon animals. Come on. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who's the bozo like, now? <laughs> when you get cucked by a clown, I think you're the bozo. <laughs> he did. He got cucked by a clown. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, horrible things. He said, our son is five. We've been married seven years. So, mm. again, if it is a troll, he's at least sticking to the yeah. uh, story. But what a shame. Oh, uh, well, yeah. and my discussion question for that was just, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a literal clown. Yeah, a literal party clown. I didn't even know you could, I mean, I guess you can still hire party clowns. Oh, I yeah. figured it was all kids like, uh, I like recognizable IP nowadays. I feel they were yeah. like a princess or whatever. Yeah. Spider-Man. I've been to one where an Elmo was hired to Is show it worse up. to fuck the Elmo or the clown, which is oh, more humiliating? It's the Elmo. Personally, for me, yeah. because Elmo, he's like, <laughs> yeah, and well, and I guess in my head, he's still got his full costume on. So at least it the clown, the crotch, yeah, <laughs> a clown, at least their face is human, question mark, <laughs> with Elmo makeup, you. <laughs> but Elmo's got like a full on costume. Yeah. So uh, I don't give know Elmo if I... a kiss. <laughs> I don't, uh, I'm not a fan of those types of things. The kids have never. Uh, Jennifer said, Heather, can you show your Crocs again? Absolutely. Here's this one. This has a shot glass, the lost shaker of salt, a lime, and the parrot bottle opener. Used that several times on stage. I lost my cube again. Oh, man. There was a this one, whole incident with a cube. This one has the ice cubes and a little parasol on it. One of the ice cubes got lost. No, the shot glass got lost before the show. Heather had a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose it. I was Lynn like, this isn't a bit. left the venue to go back to the hotel to try and find it. Heather called the front desk and had to speak to another grown person. A human adult, I had to <laughs> say. say I've lost a tiny shot glass with a stub that's meant for a crock in the hotel lobby. And the woman was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. she. Well, first I go, it's a tiny shot glass with a nub on the end. And she's like, you're saying you left a piece of glass? And I said, no, I'm saying it's a tiny, it's a tiny shot glass for a crock. And she went, <laughs> all right. <laughs> So that was cool and fun. Uh, but Leanne found it, so we're all good to go. Uh, everyone says the Midwest sucks, so that's cool. My plane tickets are non-refundable. So Why does the Midwest suck? Because it's hot right now. Oh. It ain't hot. I hear Northern California is lovely. Kelly, my friend Megan, talked to her just a minute ago. 65 degrees. So oh, damn. Cass San Francisco. said, hey, what's up, Cass? Northwest Territory. Everybody says it's hot. Humidity in New Hampshire, Massachusetts. Scuttlebutt liquor. Hell yeah. Uh, please send us that. Heather, are you staying at the Chicago Athletic Club downtown? I'm not, but if uh, if I should visit there, let me know. Uh, put the snacks in the jewelry case. They won't let you do that. Benadryl, Benadryl, Benadryl. Oh, for my children? I think so. Drug them? <laughs> yeah, I think just give them, test the Benadryl first. Sometimes it makes them hyper. God, that would suck. Oh. You get them all jacked up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Iconic. I'm assuming that's the Crocs. <laughs> Heather is elite. Thank you. These cre- these Crocs are great. Would recommend. 
So, uh, 114 in Palm Springs. Godspeed. Mm-mm. I'm so sorry, Letty. South Louisiana is literally hell. Yeah, and also, Laura says we're dying in the UK. <laughs> okay, dude. Obviously, something's going on. If all of us are hot, like the whole planet, hmm, interesting. <laughs> You're like, I'm a conspiracy. No, I mean, I don't it's think just it's global just warming. Like, we're all fucking melting. So the, roads are, the roads are melting. Like in the UK and like in Europe. Yeah. Shit ain't meant for that. We're not meant for this. We're not meant for this. Okay. Next question. Number three. What is something. (laughs) (laughs) Number three. Alrighty. Uh, What is something in your household that has been broken forever and everyone just adjusts to it being broken with no intention of ever fixing it in the future? This is a great question. This is a Phil Dunphy stare situation. Modern family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot in my house that I can't believe we've just adjusted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, in the main thing is the fact we have a pig, <laughs> and that we have to like it's permanent broken in the living room, like have to accommodate for her. It's like, man, what you'll get used to. But I bitch about it every day. Well, yeah. So I guess like I'm just dealing with it. I'm not used to it. <laughs> I feel like I'm still processing it. <laughs> All right. She's got she's dealing with it, y'all. Everybody's good. It's a lot, you guys. Pedal is large. <laughs> she's big girl. She's big. I saw and her she's splish splashing today. Tommy posted yeah. a great video. Yeah, because she's. In, I mean, it's a thousand degrees. She so has to. You got to give him mud, but then it's like just there's fucking mud and dirt everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then she knocked her fucking water bowl over. Oh goddamn! She was, was mad. So mad. I don't know what she was doing. I had just given her water, and there was dirt all in her area. Girl. And then she purposefully knocked it over and so then it was just fucking sludge sinful <laughs> tommy was out of town i was simon had shit in the tub two nights in a row no the second cereal I, for- I forgot to tell you the second night i didn't catch it before it got to the drain no and it got all smashed up in the drain <laughs> and oh. simon i had to pull him out he has shampoo all in his hair i'm like God damn it. Tommy isn't there. I couldn't get the shit out. I didn't want to put him back in the tub. Because there's Dookie in there. So, yeah. It was... uh, I had to, like, hold him over the tub and just, like, rinse his hair out. And then I couldn't get the shit out. And I had to Google what you do. What you do is Mm -mm. put a cup of baking soda and then followed by a cup of vinegar. And it, it breaks it up? It said, yeah, it's not meant to... And so it was... In the top three grossest things I've had to deal with as a parent. It seems like, correct me if I'm wrong, but having kids, it's always something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Personally. (laughs) No. If you want to have, if if kids, the brand had a motto, it would be, it's always something. Well, there you go. I called it. First Mm -hmm. one to think of that. (laughs) Folks are saying waffle stump. In What's the that? chat, it's when you take a dump like your son <laughs> did in, oh. into the drain and then you stomp on it. Waffle stomp. It's got a waffle stomp. I did not see that in my search, Google search. If you if you equate a phrase like waffle stomp to something like a bar crawl, it sounds great. I would do a waffle stomp if it meant yep. you walk around an area and you test a waffles. Waffle? 
everywhere oh, you want. Let's yeah. do the first annual Dallas Texas Waffle Swamp. <laughs> well, you're going to get a different crowd than you thought. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's my goodness. Mm. But That's how you make new friends. That's exactly how you make new friends. Okay. Wait, are we going to talk about... Yeah, is he going to be an asshole? Is he an asshole? For... Calling the police, or pressing charges. Calling the police and pressing charges. No? I think, yeah. I think it's, uh, you're not... I mean, if if anybody steals your shit, you have the right to do whatever you want to do. If it's that important. Especially if it's an emotional connection. I mean, yeah, if I had something that meant something like that to me, I'd absolutely call the cop. Especially if you're like, I fucking know your friend has it. It has a tracker. (laughs) That's how crazy I am. So to what I'd be more pissed about is that my girlfriend, like, clearly uh, fucking knew it was over there and, like, lied to me about it. And tried to gaslight him and go, it's in the living room. Go look. (laughs) It's like, I'm staring. Do you think you got him and walked away? Mm, It probably could have. It sounds creepy as shit. Yeah, I think that uh, lying about it and also just... If, if you hate it so bad, just talk to him about it. You know, you don't have to go so far as to, like, steal oh, it. Oh, you think she had it stolen? I think the girlfriend had it stolen. Because I've read ahead. Okay. <laughs> then let me hear what you're doing. Well, the update. My ex came over yesterday. She was a mess. She cl- She explained that she did have a problem with the doll. But instead of telling me, she went to her friends. They told her that it was creepy and weird for a grown man to have a doll. <laughs> And that I was too attached to it. This only reinforced her feelings. This was a regular topic of discussion between her and her friends. Of course it was. And you got a fucking doll on your wall. When you sit down, it's always like, so Suzanne, <laughs> is, is your roommate going to talk about your roommate Raggedy Ann still there? And yeah. It's like, nobody can let that go. Never. Um, it says this only reinforced her feelings. Her friends were fed up with her not doing something as we were planning to move in together. Before they left, my <laughs> ex and it Jess... It sounds like that's all they talked it about. It sounds like it. Uh, my girlfriend and Jess talked. They agreed that Jess would take the doll and my ex would take care of the rest. But my ex forgot about the GPS. And when I confronted oh. her, she panicked. And she actually called Jess and told her about it. But Jess told her not to worry that I wouldn't do anything about it. But she was obviously wrong. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah, that's... Man, you fucked up. How'd you forget the GPS was in there? Or if, did she not know? Yeah, I mean, since she forgot. But I wonder, I think if you're dating a guy who's got a raggedy in on the wall and he tells you that it's got a GPS in it, that's some shit you're never going to forget for your life. No. For your life, you'll never forget. The fact that you walked back into that house again after knowing that. Nasty. She had, had intercourse with that guy. No. Well, I think he's not an asshole, though, because. He, no, I don't think he's he had, an asshole. So what else happened? He then called an attorney to try to see if he could perhaps pursue civil remedies. Against who? Against the doll thief. And he said... Like um, for pain and suffering? I suppose so. He said, I spoke with the lawyer who told me that we can continue with the process, but nothing will come of it, even with my ex's confession. But he said he's going to try either way. Well, I'm sure if you're charging somebody by the hour, you're like, I'd love to see that person that stole your doll. We're going to get so much, or maybe we won't, but do you want to go after it? This is way too intense for me. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think the owner of the doll, do you think the doll talks to him? <laughs> Does the dead eye doll talk to him? That his dad With made? the X is over it and it's like, kill her. Um, I think that he's got a lot of uh, shit with his 
in the relationship with his father that he projects onto that doll. Yeah. So it's an unhealthy, like, attachment and obsession with it. Which explains the GPS. And he sounds like a guy that just digs in for principle and is like, I'm not going to, I'm going to take this to the fucking top just because to prove a point. Yeah. That he'll pay that lawyer five grand mm -hmm. before finally giving up. He's like, oh, but I, I don't think know. he's the asshole. No, I don't think he's an because, asshole. Because, like, I wouldn't date she him. She fucking stole it and, like, plotted this thing. Like, the girlfriend? She's the asshole for sure. Yeah, you can't be doing that. Doing people wrong. So, what was the conclusion? The conclusion was not the asshole. But how did it end? He was, he's, in, he's just deciding what he wants to do. He next. said that he's speaking with the lawyer to see mm -hmm. how far they can pursue it. And he also said, um, that's it. He said, I broke up with my girlfriend. She tried to plead with me and even suggested couples therapy, but I just couldn't stand being with her anymore. And that's it. Well, there you go. Good luck finding another. Somebody will be into it, though. <laughs> so, if somebody is a little bit like, thought. hey, wow, the bed's kind of like that. We have room for that doll. If you want to put that doll in the bed, it's totally fine. It doesn't have to stay on the wall. Like, why don't you just bring it in the in the bed tonight? You know, somebody they he, he has had a three row with that doll that is what i'm saying <laughs> that's the ultimate dream the ultimate dream well mm -hmm. not an asshole what do you think leanne she says not an asshole well thank you this and next the one, internet agreed everybody agreed that's all we care about that's all we care about is we want to be right mm -hmm. and we were i think okay. let's check what the chat's working with on our doll chat <laughs> scroll up here scroll up here we talked about it's petty, yes, but I'd do it. Hear that, Lacey? What's up? Not the <laughs> asshole. Candace said it has Heather's the GPS. Very petty, so she would he, do that. Dude, I fucking I'd call the authorities. <laughs> I would too, for sure. Uh, Especially if I knew that I knew where it was. Yeah, I'm like I'm not crazy. Like I have, I am crazy because I put a GPS dude. in the stall. I'm not crazy that I'm making up where the stall is because I know it's there. <laughs> Because I put a GPS in the stall. 911, what's your emergency? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine it, it doesn't have an open mouth. The doll called 911? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that the man would be like, well, there's been a theft and oh. the life was in a television. And you just, just dove right into the doll. Has the ability to dial a phone, knows the concept of 911, dials it, and has the voice box in order to say that. It uh, it was mumbling because it raggedy and mouth is yeah shut. My. If you liked what you heard, consider supporting the show on Patreon by clicking the link in the episode description or heading to sinisterhood.com and clicking Patreon in the top banner. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. Sinister.